Welcome everyone to Not Playing to Win. It's a board game podcast for people who like rolling dice, flipping cards, and drawing lines. Poorly, maybe. My name is Kate. With me as always is Arizona. Hi. And Sarah. Hello. Are you guys ready to roll and or write? Yes. Yes. I absolutely love roll and write games. Uh Uh-huh. I used to think like... Before I played Roll and Write Games, I thought, like, there were so many of them, and, like, what's the point? Like, they seemed kind of, like, dumb. Mm-hmm. And then I actually played Roll and Write Games, and I was like, oh, these are a lot of fun, and, like, I could use more of them, and I won't get bored of them. Yeah, I wish we had more of them. Yeah, I thought I had reached, like, critical Roll and Write mass, and then before this episode, you reminded me that Floor Plan existed, and I was like, I probably need to own that myself. Yeah, <laughs> instead it's of just game, waiting to right? hang out it's with such a game. God. And then I have, like, my more, like, quote, serious, unquote, like, gamer friends who sometimes will link me to new roll and write. Just be like, look, another fucking roll and write. This is out of hand. And then I'm like, okay, but. Like, <laughs> that one looks great and I want to play I, it. I want that. <laughs> I want that very much. Thank you. <laughs> it's just, they usually don't take a lot of time. So, like, that's nice in your games. Mm-hmm. But also, like, it's different each time because... You're not gonna like draw the same thing every time you play, versus like some games you might like have the same kind of strategy every time you play. Like a roll and write, like you could go for a different strategy every time, like because like it depends on what you what cards are shown well, or what dice you roll. I just think there's something nice and simple about it. Your brain yeah. doesn't have to engage too much, which I like sometimes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes my brain is working overtime on roll and writes. Yeah, like, that's true. But it doesn't I, have to. It's optional. It is. Yeah. It's optional. <laughs> I think that's just a me thing where I'm just like, I just can't. No, sometimes I will. I will line. just like stare at my paper and be like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> what do I draw? This is life changing. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the most important thing I'll ever do, mm-hmm. and I just can't decide where to draw this one line. Yeah. They're also really easy to teach and to Mm -hmm. learn, Mm -hmm. which is extra great since I think so many of them allow for high player counts. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh my god, there's nothing worse than trying to teach a game with like a high player count that's also complicated. Yeah, because not everyone is playing it. And I guarantee you that not everyone is paying attention while you're trying to teach it. (laughs) Kate. listen to rules sometimes. (laughs) This is why I had to get married so that I have my, like, designated rule explainer. Mm -hmm. Because... He doesn't mind when you get mad because you say, you didn't tell me that rule. Yeah. Even if he did tell you that rule. Also, I mean, even if someone else teaches the game, like, then in the middle of the game, I can just be like, psst, baddie, what's happening? Because I don't know. But yeah, these are all, I think, really easy to learn, but not in a way that makes them, like, dull or boring, because I'm sure we'll mention that at least two of the three games we're talking about today are, like, on my list of, like, most played games of all time in my board yeah. game stats app. So. Yeah, yeah. We, we played all three of these games, like, twice to prepare for this episode, just yeah. Just cause just we might play, play we might play them after that. this episode too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might. I'm thinking. I'm just gonna like like I have just like welcome quick, to sitting out now, so yeah. I can like refer to it. I'm like, yeah, but I'll leave it out so that we can play it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just a quick a quick little game of Kokoro after the after yeah. we record. 
just a quick game or, or two mm-hmm. with me of Kokoro. <laughs> <laughs> so the first game we're going to talk about is Floor Plan by Deepwater Games. Uh, Floor Plan is a roll and write that plays as the box advertises one to a hundred players. It's really <laughs> limited by the num- number of sheets that you have. I think it comes with like a hundred sheets of paper. So that's why it's like limited to a hundred uh-huh. players, but you know, you can play with as many. If you photocopy it, you could play with even more people. Mm-hmm. Um, Gone mad. Honestly, you don't even need to photocopy it. You could just get a, a piece sh- of graph paper. A piece of graph paper. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. You could just get a piece of graph paper. <laughs> so floor plan is a classic roll and write in that it has actual dice that you roll and your piece of paper that you write on. Um, the point of it is that you're like designing a house. And the dice that you roll will tell you either how to build a room. So, like, if you roll a three by five, that will be how big your room is going to be, three squares by five squares. And it could be either, I think it's a bedroom or a living room. Like, three equals bedroom, five equals living room. Or you can draw features for your house. Um, In this case, three is windows, five is deck sections. So you draw three windows or five deck sections. Um, And you have different goals. So there's, like three goals and there's you know multiple goals so you can mix it up each time but every game you have three different goals that you try to fulfill so like one of them is like they call like a couple's bathroom so like you have to have a bedroom with two bathrooms attached to it or you have like um a tree that's surrounded by three sides with deck sections so you have different things that you're trying to aim to make your house that once you complete a goal you'll get more points and you'll get to like get a special bonus they'll help you in the game and you just play until someone has done, I think it's six bonuses or six of the goals or until you can't draw any more on your sheet, until all players can't draw any more on their sheet, which I think... Which de- depending on what done. you roll can happen pretty quickly if you're just like packing yeah. in a bunch of large rooms. Yeah. yeah. A six by six room is big. It's, <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. Or you can draw a whole bunch of stones. I know one time that we played, like, we kept rolling ones so I just kept building more and more trees. Was deep in the forest. Yeah, it was yeah. deep in the forest. Because, like, I was like, well, like, a one-by-anything room is kind of small pointless. and pointless. And so I just kept building more and more trees mm-hmm. and really filled up. Because a tree is a three-by-three, three, like, square. So it really fills up your paper kind of quickly when you yeah. have to build a lot of trees. I'm sorry, was I supposed to build a house or just, like, a grove? <laughs> just a grove. <laughs> One, you have a living room surrounded by many trees. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds awful. <laughs> something that I think is neat about this game is that the layouts all have, like, a person with them, because it's, like, that person wants, like, the, the goals that you're trying to reach. And they have, like, all the people have different, like, ethnicities and, like, different... Um, they show their pronouns with them, mm-hmm. so they all have, like, different, like, pronouns and stuff, too. And They have really good representation. They have good representation, mm-hmm. 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 which I think is kind of neat. Um, also, one of, I guess, my favorite part of this game is at the very end, at least Sarah and I like to do a walkthrough of our house. <laughs> so we show each other what our houses are, and then we try to show, like, how you would walk through it. Which sometimes, which you know, is often dumb. which is often very <laughs> dumb because like a lot of times, like, you know, because doors, you have to roll to get doors. So like you don't often have doors for everything. So it's like, here's this kitchen. You can get to it by this one door if you go outside. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to go to anywhere else in the house, you have to go through yeah. the living room. 
here's my closet that you can see in through a window that looks into it from the living room, but you can't get into it. It doesn't have a door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the first time we played this, one of the goals was they wanted, like, a lot of external doors. Mm-hmm. So then I just did an arse with, like, internal doors. So it's <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to get anywhere, you had to go, like, outside and around. <laughs> That's just, I think it's mm-hmm. fun to see how everyone, you know, because you get the same roles, but people choose different things on how they want to yeah. build their house and make it. And it's fun to see what they did compared to what you did. Yeah. You know, I think I made once, like, a giant bathroom with like a tiny little bedroom like the opposite of like a normal like (laughs) bedroom suite i did build a two by six bedroom so or two by six bathroom this last time so it was nice nice spacious bathroom to really Mm you know roam around in because she doesn't want that i like when people have a totally separate room that they ended up just putting off in a corner somewhere and it's like I <laughs> yeah think, like it never says that the rooms have to be attached yeah i think that i played with my family and my stepdad had um like two completely disconnected bedrooms in that in the house and he was like well this is where the kids go because the parents <laughs> don't want to be near the kids <laughs> they don't want to see them <laughs> but yeah i mean that's really it to floor plan is just rolling and drawing rooms or drawing the features and trying to complete the goals of what people want. Like all the roll and rights, I mean, it's fairly straightforward, but since you can roll a multitude of things and since you can draw mm-hmm. either the room or the feature with the numbers shown, like it really has a high, I mean, it's really different every time you play as evident by the fact that like I've played this game probably like 10 times and I've only had it for a couple of months. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I really like it. Yeah. I'd like eventually to maybe, if they added more of the people who, like, tell you what they want to Oh, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, we play it so often that I feel like I do see the people sometimes mm-hmm. quite quite frequently, but, like, I still feel like there's usually a big variety in, like, what you're doing. We've mm-hmm. never had exactly the same goals or yeah. anything. Keith, do you have a favorite part of this game? My favorite part of this game is how you build the house. All the rooms have to, or have to be, like, you know square rectangular so i feel like i'm building a sims house like Mm. way back in like og like sims one i would always use the money cheat but then i would never buy a pre-made house i always had to get the lot and like build my dream house from scratch Mm -hmm. but like architect i am not so it was always (laughs) like this fucking house that i built where it's just like giant square rooms next to each other is kind of stupid you like forget a door or window kate Kate, this makes me so excited because i just realized that i could take one of my houses that i built in floor plan and build it in the sims Sims. and then we could do an actual walkthrough of the actual house it would be so exciting it's amazing (laughs) i kind of really really want to try this let's all do it and take pictures of our beautiful floor plan sims (laughs) your sim would be so annoyed like yeah they gotta go outside fucking all the time because like you can't get to the bathroom from inside they have to go outside and use the separate entrance to use the bathroom they're gonna hate they're gonna hate this house that I've created for them but I think it's gonna be fucking hilarious but like at least it will have a bunch of trees yeah yeah and an external child's bedroom (laughs) I always end up with a bunch of stones too because like I always seem to play with one of the goals where you have to have pools. Mm-hmm. And, like, to get a pool, you have to have stones. And then, like, the, if you have stones surrounding something, like, the interior automatically can fill up with water. Yeah. So then I end up with, like, just huge sections of, like, fountains and pools. 
which aesthetically I like, but like takes up a lot of space on my board. I can't wait till the next time we play floor plan, and then I can make a Sims house of it. I just am really excited. <laughs> do you have a favorite part of the scheme, sir? Oh, my favorite part is at the end where we do the tour of the house because yeah. I like seeing all the poor decisions that people made <laughs> and like deciding whose house is practically livable. Like, <laughs> there's always like one house where like it doesn't even have a bathroom or something, or like I've had a house that had four kitchens in it. And it was just like. <laughs> Which house would you choose to live in of the people that played? Yeah, I mean, there's six different room types because, you know, the six sides of the dice. But, like, I've never built a house that has all six room types. I'm I think I've done positive. it before, but it it's actually challenging because mm-hmm. if the goals if the goals don't say anything about you needing like a bathroom, then it's like, yeah. why then would why would I one? bother? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Like the last house, I think there just there was no goal that had anything to do with doors. So it's like, well, I'm not going to build any doors then. <laughs> <laughs> like it might technically make it a better house, but it's not worth any points. So like, why would I? Good luck getting in and out of my house. <laughs> the tour would end very abruptly. <laughs> if you have windows, at least saying they can look into can, the house, or they could crawl in through the window. Okay. Yeah, once I was playing, windows. and I just fucked up so bad because I just like. I don't know, couldn't tell the difference between doors and windows somehow, so I was trying to get, like, a goal to have, like, this many windows, and then at the end, I was so proud of myself to get my points, it was probably, like, Arizona, who's like, those are doors, not windows, and you don't get any points. It's like, well, fuck. <laughs> fuck this stupid fucking door house. Why is it so confusing? <laughs> I will say, we have played this game a couple times and realized at the end that we fucked something up and we accidentally cheated. Yeah. Like, I don't know how it's happened, like, because it's happened, like, three or four times now. I think and it's usually someone either forgot to write that they completed a goal or mm-hmm. that they used a bonus from a goal that they weren't supposed to have or yeah. something. I don't know. I don't actually... I think that's more of, like, an us problem. Yeah, And, like, so we're just playing too fast yeah. or whatever. Fast and loose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With our architectural designs. Yeah. I just get too excited about yeah. it. Yeah. I think that's true. I get too excited about seeing what comes up next <laughs> and making my perfect house, which has never been perfect. I've never made a house where I'm like, at the end, I'm like, that's I'd a fine there. house. Yeah. <laughs> I've no. made houses where I'm like, that sure is something. <laughs> but yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, that's, I mean, that's floor plan. That's really all there is to it. But I love this game. It's a great game. And I'm really excited to build a Sims house now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we move on? Should we roll on? Roll oh, on, yes. All right. Next, we are going to talk about Welcome to... Dot, dot, dot. Welcome to... Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> your perfect home. This is a roll and write, kind of, in that it feels similar, but it actually, instead of rolling dice, you're flipping cards over... Um, but, you know, likewise, it has, you know, the paper pad that you get that you're drawing things on based on your random card flip. So I'm going to count it. The theme of this game is that you are an architect in the 50s trying to build, like, the hot new neighborhood of tomorrow. <laughs> and it is beautiful. Like, you can really tell this theme. You can, like, picture the like, 1950s, like, commercial trying to, like, convince people to come move to this neighborhood, mm-hmm. I think. like Everything looks kind of like a billboard. Is, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, like the theming and the art is just really, really great. So this one also is for 1 to 100 players because it comes with 100 sheets of paper in the box. Um, so really any any size group can play, which is lovely. And so yeah, basically everyone gets a player sheet that has a picture of a neighborhood with three different streets on it. Um, and all the houses are blank where you will eventually write in a house number. So you're just trying to fill up the streets with numbers. They have to go, you know, like a street would from low to high. They're like the addresses. So you get to go from 1 to 15. And every turn you're going to have three pairs of cards in the center that basically have a combination of a number and an effect. So you have to choose one pair and do everything there. So you'll draw that number on a house and then you'll do the effect. And so you just keep going until either you can't make a legal move because the numbers have to go in order. So you might have like fucked that up um, or until someone completes a bunch of the goals or until you somehow make actually the perfect neighborhood and fill up every street, which is technically possible. I think yeah. I did it last time we played because I used there's a, a special power called this, which lets you basically write two numbers. Um, and I had this like three times so like somehow i filled up my neighborhood pretty quick mm -hmm. which was exciting to me i was like oh look at all my houses filled in <laughs> yeah so there are a bunch of different effects that you can get looking through the real book they all have um actual names other than what i've called them um so there is the surveyor AKA oh my god the they have real names yeah aka oh. the fence so the surveyor lets you draw a fence um, in between houses. And so, like, the number of houses that you have in between fences basically makes different sizes of estates. And building specific size of estates can help you score points and also help you achieve those um, city planning goals, which are basically just public, public goals for everyone to try to, like, be the first one to do. One of them is the real estate agent, or what I have always called Stonks. 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 Because <laughs> it's a little money with like an up arrow. It looks like you're playing the stock, the stock, uh -huh. stonk uh -huh. market. Um, but it's a real estate agent. So this will increase the value of different estate sizes. So you want to try to, you know, stonk up on the size of estates that you're building. <laughs> um, there's a landscaper who builds the beautiful parks. The pool manufacturer builds that pools. That one is just pools. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Pools are obviously the best part. It, like, hurts inside when you have to, like, use a spot that could have a pool, but not put a pool in it. It's the most disappointing thing in the entire game, I think, to waste a good pool. <laughs> There's always money in a pool. Always money in a pool. <laughs> the orange thing that I always thought was just, like, a construction is the temp agency. What? Yeah. I always thought I, it was construction. Thematically, I don't understand. Because huh. it lets you change your number up or down to kind of help wiggle it in. I don't know. Maybe if you just have more employees, it's better. I'm going to keep calling it I, construction. So. I don't know. I'm going to call it construction still. Um, but using that lets you change your number. But also at the end of the game, whoever used the most of that power up gets bonus points as well. And then the last and most confusing power up is what Arizona mentioned, the BIS, which lets you duplicate numbers. So... If you have, you know, three and then you accidentally left a space and then put four, then you could put like, you know, apartment 3B mm -hmm. in there or something mm -hmm. if you use the BIS. Um, but it lets you fill in your other number first. So you do get to build functionally two houses with this, which is why you get gradually more negative points if you do it mm -hmm. a whole bunch. Yeah. <clears throat> Didn't someone tell us that it's pronounced B? 
Oh, yeah, like, it's probably B. It's probably French. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't remember what it means, but... Uh, I feel like I, we've looked it up several times when we're playing this, and it just... Yeah. It sticks about as well as what a fancy Twi'lek is called, because I still mm. don't know that either. Togurta? I, like, literally just looked this up because we watched we The Mandalorian, watched yesterday, <laughs> and yeah. it has the fancy Twi'lek in it, and I saw the name of it. It starts with a T. T-O-G. So. Cool. Somehow, I never forget that her name is, like, Ahsoka, but... I don't know what species she is, other than <laughs> yeah. fancy Twi'lek. Whatever. So yeah, anyway, bis means something along those lines. Bis, B, whatever. So once you get this game down, there are a lot of fun expansions that you can get. And the expansions are all really simple and straightforward, which is nice. So once again, you don't have to really teach people too much to get them in. Uh, what they are is basically just different themed neighborhoods. So it comes with different paper packs. So the neighborhoods look a little different, like on the printout. And then they just have like a couple little side goals. For example, there's the Doomsday neighborhood, where in addition to designing your perfect 1950s neighborhood, it's also the Cold War and you should probably build some bunkers and you need to try to save as many people in the bunkers as you can. Um, there's the Outbreak neighborhood, which has zombies, so you also need to build barricades and collect ammunition. The Halloween neighborhood is obviously amazing because you trick-or-treat, so you have to find candy and ghosts and things. The Winter Wonderland, you have to build neighborhoods like where they have the most houses that have beautiful like holiday lights strung up, because if you have one Scrooge with no lights, they're going to... You know, ruin the whole aesthetic of your beautiful <laughs> neighborhood. And then there's a summertime one that has an ice cream truck that goes up and down the streets. Except the ice cream truck only goes one time. So you kind of need to try to build your houses, like, in order so that it can, like, get ice cream. Otherwise, you're going to miss the truck. And it'll be a sad baby <laughs> if you don't get your ice cream off the ice cream truck. Yeah, that's it. I mean, there's some fun add-ons you can get. I know there are um, dry erase boards for the city if you play a lot that you can buy separate so you don't have to use the the disposable paper. Um, Or there is a phone app that you can do it all on so that, again, you don't have to use paper or even if you're running low on pads, like, everyone could play. Um, Because those, the theme neighborhood add-ons especially, I think, only come with, like, 25 sheets instead of 100, so you could really hammer out a lot more of, like, the little fun side neighborhoods if you have some people playing on the app. Oh, are the the themed ones in the app too sure are i didn't know that that's exciting yeah mm-hmm. i think you still need to own the expansion if you want to use any of like the, the actual goals that are specific yeah. for them but yeah as long as someone owns it then you can get a lot more people on the app so that you don't have to buy you know more paper pads mm-hmm. or whatever or you know if you're just like really itching to play with more than 100 people at once for whatever fucking yeah. reason mm-hmm. i don't god I, don't know. I think that would be horrible but <laughs> And then there's also a playmat you can get, which, might, like most playmats, is completely unnecessary, but very deluxe and <laughs> nice. Because um, it feels nice. It has more of that pretty art on it. And it has, like, a lot of the little rule reminders just printed right on there. So I think it's just really nice. I love it. I love it. Have you done this with the roundabouts, too, Kate? Oh, yes. The roundabouts are basically, like, a more advanced role for people who kind of know what they're doing. I have done it. Um, basically, you have to take negative points, but you can build a roundabout, and it basically resets the numbering on your street. So you could go, like, one, three, five, seven, roundabout, four. You know, it, like, resets mm-hmm. it, kind of. But again, you have to take a negative. And I think it automatically puts fences on either side of the roundabout, too, so it can kind of 
oh, it does, help, yeah. help or hinder with your estates. But yeah, it's just like a variant for if you've played it a bunch. There are also some of those city plan, like, you know, like a common goals that are marked as like the advanced ones. So if everyone who's been playing has played before. So yeah. I just, I don't think I will ever, ever get sick of this game. Ever. Yeah, it's good. We played the Doomsday version mm-hmm. today. Um, and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I, liked I think the having, Doomsday is one of my favorite mm-hmm. of like the I liked having expansions. bunkers. Yeah. For Christmas, yeah. we played the Christmas version. I liked the Doomsday one, except I did real bad. Like, <laughs> I didn't think, I thought, like, this is going great. And then all of a sudden, like, Sarah ended the game and I added up my points. And I was like, oh, I did very badly at this game. But that's okay. It's because you didn't care enough about saving people. I guess I didn't. No. Didn't put enough people in the bunkers. But I, I really like, I don't know if you have the dry erase boards, Kate, but I like having the dry erase boards because if we play, like, the regular version, usually, you know, it's, like, Sarah and I. So, like, you know, I have only four of the dry erase boards. Yeah, I got but... the four. I got a four pack of the dry erase yeah. boards too. So it's really good for because yeah, I got I got this game earlier this year, so it's during quarantine. So I mm-hmm. played it like dozens of times, just me and Patty. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's <laughs> nice to have the dry erase boards so that I'm not just like constantly murdering trees mm-hmm. during quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of makes me wish that like I had a dry erase board for floor plan just because of the amount of times that we played it. Like oh. yeah. Probably be nice. We might maybe run they have one on their website. Maybe I should check because yeah. it's the same company. It's still deep water. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe they do. Well, what is everybody's favorite part of this game? My favorite part is drawing pools. Like, <laughs> if a pool comes up as one of the three options, I am going to do everything I can to put that pool in. And, like, I'm going to do everything I can to not have to fill in a pool. Like, even if it means, like, I could finish this goal on this turn, but that would mean that I have to, like, fill in a pool and not mm-hmm. use it, then I'll be like, well, maybe I'll just wait a little bit longer and <laughs> it'll be okay because I don't want to waste a pool. I don't know. Pools I mean, are my favorite. So. I hate I hate wasting pools. I'm yeah. there. I'm not as obsessed with the pools as you guys are. I still like the pools, but they're, I don't think they're my favorite part. What is my favorite part? I don't know. Filling up a whole street feels really good. Uh-huh. If you can do that. Um... Oh, naming your town is also a lot of fun. Oh, naming the town. I love naming my town. That's I was going to say my favorite part is naming the town. And mm. the one good thing about using the paper sheets is that I can save them in the box and read <laughs> to you now my favorite named town. Aww. What is your favorite named town? I, I just have a good stack and they're all really good. So just like, hold on. We have <laughs> Welcome to Wineville. Wineville? Welcome to Cul-de-sac Hollows. <laughs> That's a suburban nightmare. Welcome to, I don't know, Phoenix? <laughs> We've got a Doomsday one that we just called 2020. That's kind of sad. I did mine 2021 when we played today. <laughs> Meepalopolisburg. <laughs> new old New New York. Followed by New York Junior. I think we had like one where everybody was a different version of New York. Yeah. I, I think I had like Nueva York. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I, <laughs> I did a summer one where it's welcome to TCBY yogurt. Mm-hmm. Welcome to quote Gen Con unquote. That must have been when we were sad about Gen Con being canceled. Yeah. There's a lot of butt ones, Booty Burg, Booty Town. Uh-huh. Oh, for Halloween we had a Spooksburg and a Heckburg. There's a lot of bergs. Oh, this one must have been Patty. It's welcome to space. <laughs> yeah, naming the towns is the best, man. 
Arizona's classic go-to is the Pussy Pit. Yeah. So. <laughs> by the name you guys gave my village in Charterstone. So yeah, yeah. Because we were mad place. that you got the best that you got the best little like village people. Mm-hmm. Oh, did we finish playing that game? Next? No, we've got one game <laughs> left. <laughs> we have one game left. To no, figure out who the new like Forever King is. It's been like a, more than a year, I think, since we last played, and we have yeah. one game left. Oops. <laughs> so we're all gonna have to re-rule all, re-learn all the rules. It's okay. We already played it. half the game wrong, so like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Whatever. welcome to is a wonderful game that I will never get sick of. Is how yeah, I feel. I, I like I like it a lot. Then if somehow anybody does get sick of it or thinks it's too easy, there is. Welcome to New Las Vegas, which is like hard. the next game in the season. I feel like yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard. hard. Uh, we can talk about that separately some other time. Yeah. So it is definitely different from this, but it's a similar kind of flip cards and write game, but mm-hmm. it's it's hard. <laughs> Should we move on to Kokoro? Kokoro, Kokoro. Kokoro, <laughs> Avenue of the Kodama is another one that's not really a roll and write. It is a card flip and write, I guess you would say. It plays one to eight, basically just because it has eight dry erase boards in it and not because it couldn't play more if you had more, more I think. Yeah. Um, and it takes like 15 minutes. It is made by Indie Boards and Cards, which also make um, Kodama and Kodama Forest and all the games that are Kodama themed, which this one is as well. <laughs> and in this game, you're flipping cards. The cards just have a number one through six on them. And each number has a corresponding line that you can draw. Like, you know, one that has like a turn that goes like down or like one that's like horizontal straight across or one that's vertical straight across. And, um, you are drawing paths on your little dry erase board and you are trying to get your paths to go through different sanctuaries that are on your dry erase board. And you will score points for how many caterpillars and flowers you draw lines through that also connect to that sanctuary. Um, and the sanctuaries are like, there's, I think, six, and then you only play with five, so you don't know which one is not going to come up, and you only learn which one is coming up right before you start a round, so... Unless um, you waste a turn to peek. Unless you waste a turn so you can look at which sanctuary is coming up next, which is actually very helpful sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so the dry erase board has, like, the sanctuaries already on it, it has, like, little... Um, what are they? Features, they're called, which are just caterpillars and flowers. Um, and then there are two guardians, which are, I don't know, caterpillar lady caterpillar and, lady and lion flower man. lion. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, if your lion connects to caterpillars and flowers through those guardians, then you also get points for each one of their features that you went through at the end of the game. The hardest part, I'd say, about this game is just that... If you, like, say the first sanctuary that was scored was C, and you got your line through, like, eight caterpillars and flowers, then if the next one was A and you didn't manage to get your line, like, didn't make your line as good for A, and you got, like, four flowers and caterpillars, that's actually 
a zero, and at the yeah. end of the game, that zero is a negative five. <laughs> and it is disappointing as fuck. And, and it's, it's very sad. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's you have to have more. So if you got eight and then you got eight again, that's yeah, still sucks, zero. Sucks. It's still zero. It's still zero and it still sucks and you still are sad about it. Mm-hmm. The game, I mean, honestly, this game is so simple. You just like, and you flip the cards. They have either like a white background or a yellow background. And once you've flipped four yellow cards, um, the round is over and you switch to the next sanctuary that you're drawing for. It's pretty fast, uh, and it's very easy to teach and to learn, but I don't get sick of it. I love this mm-hmm. game so much, and I feel like the first time we played it, we all scored, like, and points. no more than, like, 20 points, and then since we've actually understood how to play it, like, our scores are usually more in the, like... 60s. 60 points. I feel like we've even... Somebody has beat 100 points I, before. I think a couple people have beat yeah. 100. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of, like, variant rules that you can do for this game. Um, on the backside of your board, there is a different board. One is blue and one is pink. Um, and on the other, the alternate side, you can place your caterpillar lady and lion guy somewhere else on the board from where they're normally printed, basically, by rolling a dice, a die, um, which just adds, like, a little bit more randomness, I guess, because otherwise I'm always like, oh, I do need a three so that I can put it by my caterpillar lady because she's up in a corner and I always want to put a three there. Yeah. Um, and then there is also decree cards, which just add, you just use one per game and, um, it just adds like an additional rule. I think some of the ones we've had before have been like, you can draw fives as sixes or vice versa. Um, the one we played with last time was interesting. You couldn't look at the next sanctuary. Oh yeah. You couldn't look at the next sanctuary. There's like, there's a lot of them. I actually think there's like 20 cards or something. 16 decree cards, and I don't know. They just add a little bit of interesting variety to the game. Um, also, it's I fun like to them. say every time you see, like, a five then, to say, like, five, which can also be a six. Yeah. Which is probably really annoying, but, like, it is I can't, annoying, but I I can't do, not say it every I time. I say it every time. Yeah, and that's, like, pretty much it. I don't know. Do you guys have anything to add about Kokoro? forgetting anything it's a perfect beautiful game it's a perfect game it's a perfect game i want the thing about this game is that i am not satisfied unless my lines all connect to become one line yeah if i don't end up making one big super line i do get kind of disappointed yes Mm -hmm. so that's like that is my definition of like winning the game internally speaking regardless of whether i like won or lost the game Mm -hmm. i'm like if my if my line is one big line i did a good job Yeah. yeah i've done I've done good at this game, but most of the time I do real bad because I'm, like, I, like, bank it on, like, if I get a four, everything's going to come up and it's going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And then, like, for two rounds straight, a four never shows up. And, like, I have three segments of lines and everything is terrible. (laughs) And I score very low points. But... It's so frustrating when that happens because, like... By nature of it having cards, it should mean that there's, like, a more even distribution of the numbers than if it were a die... 
But that's still that shit still happens where you'll go three rounds without fucking yeah. six somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I know they're there, and then yeah, of course that means that like in your final round, it's nothing but six. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder because like this game only does have one through six, so you could play it with a die. But I feel like. It, it would be could get really shitty. Awful. Because what if, like, you roll nothing but fucking fours yeah. for almost the entire game, <laughs> and your thing just, like, has a bunch of disconnected lines, and it's horrible? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I there's like. re- there's a very good reason why they made it cards instead yeah. of Yeah. <laughs> yeah, does everybody have a favorite part? Uh, Arizona, what's your favorite part? I I honestly don't know. I like, I like making one big super line. Mm-hmm. I guess is my favorite part. Like, I just love this game. I've mm-hmm. played it so many times, but, like, I'm always like, hey, how about we just play a quick game of Kokoro? Like, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah, we could just, just real quick. Just knock one out really just fast. Knock one out. Yeah. There's not, like, a part of this game that I hate. Like, no. It's just a is very fun. good game. Um, Kate, do you have a favorite part? I think the little guys, like, the little Kodamas oh, yeah, they're so that cute are still. on the cards, mm-hmm. they're so happy and cute. Mm-hmm. Even when they try to fuck you by, like, being, like, the wrong number, they're just like, oh, hi, did you have a five? It's like, oh, I didn't, but I can't stay mad at you. <laughs> I don't know if I have, like, a favorite part. I I think my favorite part is just when things line up. Like, when you haven't, like, peeked at the card, but you're like, it would be great if, like, the next sanctuary was E, everything mm-hmm. will fall in place for me, and then it does, and you feel really good about yourself. <laughs> That happened the last time we played, so where good. I was like... Yeah, and it didn't work out for me. You were like, oh, I you. need, like, a five and a one, and everything will be great. And I was like, okay, well, I need, like, a three. And you got your five and your one, and I got nothing. <laughs> I was like, I thought I did good and you did bad last time. I looked at my scores. We did got, shit. We both I got did a, No, I got 121. Oh, what? You, you got, got 121? Got I got 36. Yeah, I got... I did terrible. I did so bad at that game. Everything was coming up Arizona that game. Yeah, and it was so unfair. It was not coming up Sarah. It was so unfair. Another thing I have to say about this game is that I love the lion, and I hate the caterpillar lady. That's my secret. I don't like the caterpillar lady. And but she gets too many points. I play the game still, but I will prioritize the lion over the caterpillar lady. <laughs> because I think the lion is beautiful and majestic, and I think the caterpillar lady likes worms too much. <laughs> no, she likes caterpillars. Yeah, but the caterpillars look like worms, and I don't like them. They remind oh. me of the worm. Is its name Wormy from Sesame Street? That is like Oscar the Grouch's friend? I no I idea don't what you're remember. talking about. Okay, well, it looks just like this. It oh, looks just like know. these caterpillars. I feel like the worm is cute. But you called it a worm, and it's caterpillar game. Okay, whatever. I think the worm pillar is cute. <laughs> okay, well, I just like the lion better, and that's my secret. <laughs> it's my dirty secret. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great game, and we should all play it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I'm oh, really, I'm gonna. We're, I think we're gonna go play recording, it. I'm pretty sure we're gonna go play Coco. Yeah, we're gonna go play it. We played Floor Plan and Welcome to this morning. So, yeah, we have to finish the day off with some Kokoro. this morning? Yeah, we did. <laughs> did you play before it by yourself? Before we played Feast for Odin? Yeah, before we played Feast for Odin. How come I don't remember? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. The point is, we need more rolling rights because I feel like uh-huh. we play these games. Like, every time we, we play mm-hmm. games, we play one of these. 
because well, they're we really love them so, so much. nice to just like stick yeah. in in the middle. Like if you're having like your big board game day, you play a beefy thing and then a kokoro and then a beefy yeah. thing and then a welcome yeah. to. And- My brain can't do like two big beefy things in a row. It needs like a yeah. mental gap filler, and so these are like the perfect games to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would love if people would give us more suggestions for roll and write games because mm-hmm. uh-huh. I won't get sick of them. Is how and I again, we're I flexible. Them. It doesn't have to be rolling. It yes. can be cards or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. Mm-hmm. We can roll with it. Ha! <laughs> I just like to draw, even though I'm really bad at it. Yes. Like, even somehow the straight oh, yeah. line ones, like, Patty's always looks better than mine. Oh, I don't know why I can't I draw, get, like, a Sometimes straight I get line. really, like, anal about, like, how straight I draw my lines in Kokoro. Uh, Railroad Inc., which we didn't talk about this episode, but is another great roll and write, is my favorite for, like drawing the lines i have to draw them perfect otherwise i get angry well i just i can't draw them perfect so i, I know well i can't angry. but like i want them to look perfect patty draws like a fucking beautiful like diagram yeah I don't. it looks like it was printed and like mine always looks like shit even it's if like, i try really hard are but you I using still... the same shitty ass draw your race marker as i am how'd you get that so neat? yeah <laughs> but i still i still have to try to make it look really nice Oh, also, Kate, we noticed that, like, when we played Floor Plan, that we were looking at, like, our old sheets, and we saw that you added trunks to your trees, and then Arizona started copying you and adding trunks to her trees. Yeah. (laughs) I like it. Aesthetically, I like it a lot. It was a good idea, Kate. Well, good. Instead of it just being, like, a giant bush. I'm glad it can be an inspiration. (laughs) Well, does anyone have anything else to say about roll and rights i love them that's all i have to say that's it i love them i won't get bored of them ever no i never will i don't think i ever ever will because i can even play them like five times in a row and i'm still not like sick of it mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how i feel like i could play welcome to again and floor plan again today and i'll still be like I'm okay <laughs> that's why i'm surprised that we played floor plan because i was like well we didn't play it today so we could play it again i thought we played it yesterday <laughs> <laughs> well like arizona said earlier today life is hard right now but roland rights are easy <laughs> <laughs> so i like that <laughs> everyone go play some roland rights and we'll see you in a couple weeks and until then Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at NotPlayingToWin. Email us and let us know your favorite role and rights, NotPlayingToWin at gmail.com. If you need to do some retail therapy, please check out NotPlayingToWin.etsy.com. We've got some dice trays that you can roll into for your role and rights. And yeah, that's all for now. Goodbye. Bye. Not playing to win. Gamers roll out. <laughs> Sarah, you're awful. <laughs> <laughs>